What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something I haven't actually talked about on the podcast yet, and I'm going to be talking about my beliefs. I'm going to be talking about my stance. I'm going to be talking about what I believe in terms of the movement that essentially is happening with Iron Energy Gym, because I think I want to start taking this a little bit less from an Iron Energy stance and more from a Brian Mark stance, because I'm just fucking sick of it. So. I want to talk a little bit about my beliefs because I'm the type of person I have to be transparent with everything that I do. And I've debated talking about, you know, what I believe on the podcast because I'm like, what if it like loses listeners and blah, blah, blah. But I truly do believe this in my heart. And I think that if you're following me and you resonate with my message, then like, then you'll be able to connect with what I'm saying. Yo, so I'm going to talk about why. So first things first is like, I believe that every human being should have the right to choose. That's like a fundamental core belief of mine. I believe that every human being should have the right to choose. I also believe that if your choice is different than mine, then I should not treat you differently because of it. And so like for me personally, like I made the decision to get medical treatment and some of my family didn't. And so, you know, my grandma, who I've talked about on this podcast multiple times, didn't get medically treated. My auntie didn't get it. And so for me, it's like, it's really hard for me to imagine treating my family differently because they made a different decision than me. That's like a fundamental belief is that every person should have the right to choose. I also believe in democracy, which is like something I've never really said out loud before, because I believe in democracy. And I believe that the majority should rule. Like I believe that if the majority of people have an opinion and that opinion isn't heard, I feel like that's wrong. So reason I'm talking about this is last night, I went to a school board meeting where my daughter goes to school in SD23, which is in British Columbia. It's a school district. And they were voting on mandating medical treatment for all staff. And we did a big social media campaign. We ended up getting about a thousand people on the Zoom call, which was insane. It, like they were like shocked there was a thousand people there. And there was a thousand people on the Zoom call. And out of the thousand people, they basically, it was, first of all, it was a six hour long meeting. And out of the thousand people on the Zoom call, 72 people spoke up. And out of the 72 people that spoke up on the Zoom call, 69 were in opposition to the mandate, 69 people. And this the board still voted to push it through five to two. I'm like, oh, like every part of my body is like pissed right now. Like my whole body is like, I feel like I felt like angry. I was like, what? Like, it just like shocked. It shocked me. I am talking about this in the podcast now because... It is so important to recognize the world that we're living in right now, because like for me, like this, like conflicts with like my core values of freedom, like this is like the complete opposite of freedom. And I think that God gave me a voice to use it. I want to use that voice for good. And I want to use that voice to make an impact because that like doesn't make any sense to me. And it like frustrates me to my fucking core to even think about. That's what I believe, you guys. I believe everyone should have the right to choose. And forcing people to get medical treatment is completely fucking wrong, in my opinion. And also, when 97% of people in opposition and we still push it through, like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, that blows my fucking mind. Just literally, yeah, it literally blows my mind. So that's that. That's where I'm at. And I, so I literally stayed up till midnight last night watching this fucking shit show go down. It was hard. It was really, really hard to be a part of. And I do not like fucking losing. I really don't. And that felt like a little bit of a loss to me. And I just like 
oh, it like didn't make any sense because it should have been a win based on the fact that 97 people were 97% of people were in opposition. But that's besides the point. I am talking about this on the podcast because the truth is this is important to me. And this is a, an issue that's happening in society right now. And so as much as I would like to just pretend it's not happening, which is what I did for years, I just like was blissfully ignorant to the fact that it was happening. Like we're all fucking living through it right now. And it doesn't matter what like part of the world that you're living in. Like I know that you're experiencing some sort of restrictions. And and so it's just something that I think that we need to be willing to have a conversation about. So that's it. That's that. That's my stance. Freedom of choice. I'm not anti anything. I'm actually medically treated, but I do think that taking away people's right to choose is super, super fucking wrong. Let's talk about the episode, okay? So the episode today is titled Good Book, but the bad cover sells no copies. How many of you have ever written a really fucking good post, like one that you were pumped about and it got like little to no engagement? If that's you, just say me in the chat box. How many of you have ever, what you thought was a really good post and got like no engagement? How many of you guys ever felt like that? How many of you have ever spent like 30 to 45 minutes on a TikTok and you post it and it gets like 50 views? How many of you are straight up struggling to grow on social media right now? The truth is, with your content, you guys, it's likely that uh, this millimeter difference that I'm going to talk to you guys about in this podcast today, this millimeter difference can make the difference between you going viral and you having like 100 views. It's really a very, very small difference. I'm going to give you guys some tactics in this podcast to learn how to shift your messaging and your content and how this like small nominal shift by like 2% can be the difference maker between your content like completely flopping and going viral. Now, this advice that I'm going to give you guys in today's podcast is the same advice that I used to get my podcast to 47,000 downloads. This is also the same advice I used to get my TikTok account to 125,000 followers when I was going super high on TikTok. And this is also the same advice that I used to write all of my posts and all of my headlines on social media. This one simple shift is going to make all of the difference for you in your content. And it is actually... I think it's a really simple concept that I'll be able to explain to you in just like 10 minutes. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Okay, so let's talk about two different things, okay? So I want you guys to write this down. You have content and then you have context. I want you guys to write that down. You have content and then you have context, okay? So content, content for online fitness coaches. So let's talk about the content that you would write for your audience. An example of a piece of content that you write for your audience is how to have a positive mindset. That's content. Another example of content is how to lose more weight. That's content. Another example of content is how to calculate your macros, okay? So a lot of you are very good at creating content, you know, writing about mindset or macros or losing weight, et cetera. A lot of you are really good at writing content, okay? But the difference between you going viral and your posts flopping and blending in with the other sea of thousands of other online trainers is context. Now, context means this, how does this concept apply to my ideal customer? That's context. How does this concept apply to my ideal customer? Now, here's a big thing, you guys. When you are marketing yourself on social media, I think a big mistake is to operate under the assumption that people are going to put the pieces together. Now, what I mean by that is like you might be writing about how to have a positive mindset 
and it might make a lot of sense to your brain. But for, you know, an audience member, they might not be able to put the pieces together in terms of like how this applies to them in their life. And so it really is your job as an online fitness coach to clearly paint the picture of how this applies to them. I'm going to give you guys an example. So let's talk about content versus context. So let's talk about having a positive mindset. So that's the base idea. Okay. So the base idea of content is how to have a positive mindset. For a fitness client, the way that having a positive mindset would work is you might have a positive mindset as a fitness client by you start noticing your progress and celebrating the little wins that don't involve the scale. And so you're starting to celebrate like the fact that you have more energy and you're starting to celebrate the fact that you feel better throughout the day. And you're starting to celebrate the fact that you're starting to feel more confident and that you're getting, you know, people that are like noticing your progress. That's how to have a positive mindset for a fitness client. Another example of how to have a positive mindset for a fitness client is being able to talk yourself up and give yourself credit and have this like positive, like self-affirmations, right? Another example of how your content, having a positive mindset would apply to a fitness client is being able to celebrate your wins and being able to like, pump yourself up and give yourself credit for, you know, losing two inches or losing two pounds or whatever it is. So that's having a positive mindset for a fitness client. So that's context for a fitness client. Now I'm going to give you an example of how having a positive mindset, the content is going to be different for a mom. Okay. So having a positive mindset for a mom might look like this. If you're having a positive mindset for a mom, it might be not getting angry over the little things, right? So you're, you're just like, you're taking care of your kids and you're just not getting angry over the little things, like over things that might like easily agitate you. You're just like kind of letting them go. You know, having a positive mindset for a mom might just mean spending quality time with your kids without any distractions. So you guys can get like a positive, like emotional connection and having a positive mindset for a mom might be finding ways to spend time with the kids that the kids actually like. So having a positive mindset is the content and your job as the fitness coach is to explain how it applies to the person you're trying to talk to. Now, I'm going to give you guys an example. So I talk to online fitness coaches, correct? So all of my podcasts are directed towards online fitness coaches. So having a positive mindset for an online fitness coach means that like, as an example, you will, you know, you can go from call to call without losing enthusiasm, even if a prospect says no. So even if a prospect says no, like you're going to be able to go from call to call without losing enthusiasm, like that's having a positive mindset for an online fitness coach. Having a positive mindset for an online fitness coach might also mean like you're staying positive when your content isn't attracting clients right away. And you know that your seeds are becoming trees. That's having a positive mindset for an online fitness coach. Having a positive mindset for an online fitness coach is maybe not getting discouraged when your clients are dropping off. When you experience a couple of drop-offs, you're just like not letting that get to your head. So the content, do you guys understand what I'm saying here? Having a positive mindset is the core concept. And the way that I communicate that core concept is going to be different based on the audience member that I'm trying to communicate with. It's content versus context. Context is how are we sending this message out? Content is what is the message? And so the headline that I would write for how to have a positive mindset as an online fitness coach would be significantly different and how to have a positive mindset for you know a weight loss client. Having a positive mindset for an online fitness coach might look like how to not get discouraged when things don't go your way on sales calls versus a piece of content that's talking specifically to a weight loss client uh, might, might be how to stay positive in your fitness journey when the scale isn't moving. You guys understand what I'm saying? So having a positive mindset is the core concept and you need to communicate that core concept in a way that makes sense to your ideal customer. This is what most of you guys do, okay? Most of you write good content, like how to calculate your macros and how to have a positive mindset and my three-step morning ritual. 
how does this apply to your weight loss client? Like what sort of benefit is a morning ritual going to provide to your weight loss client? Why would your weight loss client even want to do a morning ritual? Like what sort of problems would it solve if they started doing a morning ritual? That's context, right? And most of you are really good at content and not so good at context, okay? So content is important. Getting inspiration from other online trainers and what they're doing is important, but context is significantly more important. Context means this, how is this post going to apply to my ideal client, to the person that I'm trying to attract? How is this post going to apply to the person that I'm trying to attract? Guys, social media is very loud and there's a lot of people that are saying a lot of things, okay? People that are trying to pull your attention in different directions. And so your reader does not have time to read your whole post and connect the dots. People don't have time for that shit. Like that's why TikTok is taking off because the attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. And so our job as online fitness coaches is to really make our content apply to them as easily as possible so that they can absorb our content and be like, oh, okay, I know exactly how this applies to me. And it resonates. We want to create content that resonates. And the way that we do that is by creating context and asking ourselves the question, how does this post apply to the person that I'm trying to work with? Let's just use another example. Let's say that you are the type of person that likes to post a lot of healthy recipes. Well, if you're the type of person that likes to post a lot of healthy recipes, a very simple example of context is you might be on a weight loss journey, but you still want to eat some of the foods that you love without feeling like you're on a savage diet. Here are my three-minute protein mug cakes. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? So it's like, take the content that you're putting, you're, that you're producing and add a little bit of context. And it doesn't have to be like massive context. You really don't have to like overthink this thing. Context can be a couple sentences that explain how this applies to the type of person that you're trying to work with. But if you guys listen to all of my podcasts on my fitness coaches and you listen to like, and you look at all my headlines, like I try to do my very best at making sure that all of the messaging relates specifically to online coaches. And sometimes I go off on tangents and I talk about shit like the fucking SD23 meeting. But for the most part, everything is, I'm taking the content and in my mind, I'm asking myself how it would apply to my ideal client, like how it's going to serve them if they apply it and how it's going to, you know, not serve them if they avoid it, like how it's going to be painful if they avoid it. If I can paint that picture clearly, it's going to create resonance in my ideal client, which will attract them closer to me. And that's your job. Your job is to create a piece of content and then make it contextual to your ideal client. Because what's going to happen is people are scrolling through social media and they're going to look at your post and they're going to read the first line. And if the first line doesn't apply to them, they're just going to keep fucking scrolling. So you need to make sure that your content applies specifically to the type of person that you're trying to work with. As in, how does this post appeal to my ideal client? And then like a little bit of like extra sauce is you guys can optimally like make the photo appeal to your ideal client as well and make the headline punch them in the face. And that's really like, it's like the post is contextual, the photo speaks to them and the headline punches them in the face. And that's like really how you guys are going to make sure that that, uh, that your content hits. All right. This applies to written posts. This applies to Facebook lives. This applies to TikTok videos. This is all of it. Like content is contextual, photo speaks to them, and the headline slaps. And that's like, that's how you're going to make sure your content pops. All right. Peace, love, and protein of the best day of your entire life. Let's go.